Super Talk Mississippi media production. Spring is in the air, and that means it's time to refresh your wardrobe with the season's hottest trends at the Black Sheep Boutique. Don't blend in this spring. Stand out with the Black Sheep Boutique with two locations to serve you in Tupelo or Saltillo or online at theblackshepboutiquetupelo.com. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the stories straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way. Their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no worries, it's how life goes, baby. In a Mississippi Minute. That's right. Hey, folks, welcome to In a Mississippi Minute. I am Steve Azar. I love that you are tuning in in my sixth year. What happened? It's time to go by. Anyway, don't forget, so many awesome things await you. Visit Mississippi.org. Just check it out, and trust me, plan your weekend. All right, we get to talk to another Mississippi man rocking Music City. You know how much I dig that. He grew up in Meridian. There you go. Been a lot of walking every inch of the walk and talking every bit of the talk with Mississippi's new generation, from particularly Meridian, keeping our vast world dominant in the music history being made, just like the old days. It's still happening. My guest attended Belmont University on a cello scholarship. Okay, I'm all about that particular dramatic, haunting mystical instrument i use it quite a bit on my records uh one of my favorite instruments ever he's since become a true songwriting gem in the music community there in nashville uh, some of his hits own me thomas rett and kane brown featuring ava max believe meek mill featuring justin timberlake patient charlie puth one of them girls lee bryce the list goes on and on and uh excited because he's going to be hanging out in florida at the palm coast songwriters festival one that i've done a, a couple years uh and i'm not sure if this is his first year we're going to ask him uh, i know our buddy gary who puts it on the maestro behind it all has been uh, had some surgery uh gary if you're listening wishing you the best prayers for 100 percent recovery see you soon uh, also, I don't know why I haven't asked him to the Mockingbird Songwriters Festival down on the farm here in April, Leland, Mississippi. Um, I think I got to get better at asking my Mississippi folks, but maybe by the end of this conversation, it'll happen. Look, you know, I'm all about Mississippi and just excited to lift up another very cool Mississippi singer songwriter in Ben Johnson. Hey, Ben. Hey, hey, how's it going? I know you were going, Steve, just get to me. Come on, man. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was great. I was like, wow, it's kind of, it's kind of nice to hear all those things. <laughs> <laughs> You've earned them. You know, okay, so i got to understand, go back in the beginning with the cello, and then when does the songwriting process happen for you as a kid? Was Were you always writing songs? Were you playing any other instruments? And how do you use the cello for inspiration now um, when you, you know, as far as write, the writing process? Yeah, question um yeah so growing up i my first instrument i ever learned was piano so my my grandma um taught me how to play piano when i was six and as i got older my mom said you know if you want to learn uh, another instrument you need you need you got to save up for it and buy it yourself that way she knew she knew i'd really stick with it and um so when i was about 10 i'd saved up enough money um and I bought uh, like a hundred twenty dollar cardboard cello. I mean, pretty much from eBay. You know, it was and uh, and you know, so I got that. And the the closest uh, cello teacher we had to Meridian um, was was in Hattiesburg. So every Friday, my granddad would drive me down to Hattiesburg from Meridian, and I'd take cello from Sasha Sasha Rusikowski was his name <laughs> uh, at um, at the University of Southern Mississippi, and um, and that's how I kind of got started on cello, and then from there, I, you know, started picking up different instruments. But um, I'm very fortunate that I stuck with the cello because it, it enabled me to, you know, get a scholarship to, to Belmont, so I could afford to 
grade schooler. That's, you know, interesting. First of all, 10 years old, that's sort of a lot of our friends um, in my generation. Uh, you've basically uh, made me realize that when you use the word eBay, that would, that didn't exist in my time. <laughs> so I, I know how young you are. I love that. Uh, but you know, you're, that's cool that your mom said, okay, you buy it. And then, because I want to make sure that you're going to do it. That's right. uh, that's great principles in life teacher to teach your kids. Obviously yeah, it panned I, out, right? I think so. Yeah. It was definitely something where I was invested in it. You know, it wasn't handed to me. So I really felt like I'd earned the opportunity to, to, um, to play this instrument. And, and she did that with me and, and both my sisters, um, you know, also did the same thing. My, my younger sister, um, saved up and got a fiddle and my, older sister saved up and got her guitar and that's how we that's how we started playing music really and, and getting into songwriting that's you know we we started playing music together um in the bluegrass circuit you know throughout mississippi and alabama and we played shows up in dollywood and that's kind of how we got our start with our band um, track 45 and then we started writing songs for the band you know in the basement and that's that's how the whole songwriting thing got started I love hearing that. I love hearing about your family. So, yeah, it's it's a family thing. You know, bluegrass-wise, for where you grew up, uh, were you guys the only one doing it? Were there some influences that came before you that turned you on to that style? Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, Meridian being Jimmy Rogers' country, sure. um, even though Jimmy Rogers wasn't necessarily bluegrass, he, he was um, had a lot of those same stylings and stuff. And so we would cover a lot of, you know, Jimmy Rogers' songs, um, Wonderful City, that he did with the, the Carter family was one of our first songs we ever learned. And and I think if most people who listen to that song now would say, oh, that kind of sounds like a bluegrass song, you know? Yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of those old stylings kind of blend in together like that. So, um, so yeah, I think we pulled a lot from, from him and, and, um, and, you know, just the music around Meridian and stuff, which, uh, you know, there's a lot of good folk, folk music. Talking to Mississippi man, Ben Johnson, he's in music city. Like my, me, I was there 20 years, maybe. The good thing is he's got a 601 number, and when we were talking earlier, what'd you say, Ben? You're not what? That's right. I ain't get rid of that 601 number. It's funny. I meet so many other Mississippi people. <laughs> by when I when I give when I give my phone number, I'm telling someone my phone number. Even I went to the gym last week, and I, I was giving them my phone number, and she said, you from Mississippi? I'm from Greenwood. So I always meet a lot of, <laughs> meet a lot of people that way. I love it. I love it. his phone number. Everybody is six zero one six six five seven five three zero nine. Just in case, Tommy Two Tone and Ben Johnson are my guests today. Hey, so Ben, um, you know Meridian. Tell me about you touched on it a little bit, but just growing up in Mississippi and using that as basically this constant uh, backdrop, or, or or even a canvas, right, to paint and create. I mean, you think if you grow up somewhere else, you're not yourself and you're not doing what you're doing? A hundred percent, yeah. I think I owe a lot of, you know, whatever success I've had or opportunities I've had to growing up in um, in Mississippi and, and in Meridian. And, you know, there was such a, a great culture of, of support for, for um, you know, for chasing the dream. And I think it's cool to see other people, you know, we talked about Jimmy Rogers, but, you know, also... There's there's so many other people in the entertainment industry who have you know their roots and Mississippi people don't even realize you know even going all the way back to Elvis, but um, but you know even like Randy Hauser you know being close from this, uh, sure. to Meridian and and um, and Paul Davis you know back oh, in the eighties being from Meridian too but but you know people like that who you know growing up I'd be like okay so this is possible for to be from a small town like I'm from and to to make it in a in, a, in the big city and in the, in the bigger industry so I think um and I, and I think there was just opportunities you know even being from the Jimmy Rogers Festival and then um, we got to shout out you know Jackie Jack White and the, the Sukunachi Review growing up that was a great opportunity to to you know hone, hone my craft and and to, you know just uh, get, gain experience is such so invaluable um, especially around high school um, so yeah I, I owe I owe pretty much everything um, to being from the city and I also got to shout out you know Hardy being from Philadelphia yeah there's, don't there's you so love many, it <laughs> yeah there's so many people from our neck of the woods to you know making their mark and I'm just I'm just proud to be from there it's so cool how you've made it though and especially some of the artists that are global in different genres so I want to dig into that and also mm -hmm. speaking of Philadelphia I'm ready to go play a little dancing rabbit that's where I that's where I cut mm -hmm. my teeth now 
so good. So good. Hey, yeah, come on. Ben Johnson's my guest today, folks. Visit Mississippi.org to set you free. We're going to be at the Palm Coast Songwriters Festival together. Palm Coast is a beautiful stretch of Florida. you got to check it out. I'm Steve Azar. Hey folks, it's Steve Azar, and if you're a business owner, then you've probably spent too much money on your taxes over the past couple of years, especially as you fought through the pandemic. But you may be eligible to get some of that money back. If your business has five or more W-2 employees, then you could receive up to $26,000 per W-2 employee. It's not a loan. It's a refund on taxes you shouldn't have paid in the first place. This is a tricky program that is misunderstood by the majority of business owners and is best accessed by using lawyers that understand the details. That's why I recommend my friends at Frascona Law. They have already helped thousands of businesses just like yours. They do all the work for you, and you don't pay them a dime until you receive your refund money from the IRS. Your business can qualify for these funds even if you receive PPP loans, even if you are a nonprofit. But even if you've experienced an increase in sales, let my friends at Frascona Law conduct a free evaluation of your business to help you access up to $26,000 per employee. Visit FrasconaLaw.com slash Azar to get started. Frascona is spelled F-R-A-S-C-O-G-N-A. This tax refund is only available for a limited time, so act now. Visit FrasconaLaw.com slash Azar to start the process of claiming your businesses over Overpaid taxes. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. I'm here to tell you that springtime is the best time to buy a new Exmark zero-turn mower. With unmatched quality of cut, ease of operation, and low maintenance, it's no wonder why Exmark is the number one choice of landscape professionals. With sizes starting at 42 inches and 0% financing available, we have an Exmark zero-turn for all size lawns. Come by my store and see why Frederick's has been leading the way and serving you for 30 years since 1993. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Sock neck boom products, oil gator, oil dry spill kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at esisupply.net. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Everybody's got a problem, so do I. 
Spending a Mississippi Minute with another Mississippi man making music. I love that. It's easy conversation because we both have grown up doing the same thing. The bands growing up, the clubs, wherever they'd let us play, the frat houses, the sorority houses, the funeral homes, the churches. We did it all. It's just what you did. Uh, and and it was so cool. Ben Johnson's my guest. Visit Mississippi.org uh, is going to be your guest. Check it out. Or actually, they want you to be their guest. Either way, it's a Mississippi thing. Ben, um, let's talk about this variety of artists that are, you know, you're talking about Meek Mill and Justin Timberlake. So how does Believe come about? Believe's well, a, a pretty interesting story. Um, I think it was around 2019, I had taken a writing trip out to LA and um and I was I was set up to write with this rapper that day and I don't write with rappers a lot but I just gotten <laughs> set up to write with this guy and so the producer and I get there and we're supposed to start at you know one o'clock and one o'clock sh- comes and he he doesn't show up and two o'clock he's still not there three o'clock he's still not there so we're we're sitting watching the office we're waiting you know we're just like waiting for this rapper to show up I won't <laughs> say who it was but um while we were waiting um, I said, well, hey, we might as well just write a song while we're waiting. So we wrote um, Believe while we were waiting. And I I remember the the rapper, I think, maybe showed up for a second, but, or, you know, not very much, and then he left. And then I called my wife afterwards and I said, man, that was just such a waste of a day. I can't believe <laughs> I sat around all day waiting for this guy, you know? Yeah. And it, it's funny how your perspective, sometimes you don't know, you've just done something that's going to, you know, change your life when you've done it. <laughs> and so... um you know, around two weeks later, I got a call from that producer um, who I was just sitting around waiting with, and he said, hey, I just uh, played that song for Meek Mill, and he just recorded a verse on it. And I said, no way. And he said, and also, he said, my best friend's Justin Timberlake, and I'm going to send it to him and see if he'll sing on it. <laughs> and so I didn't, then I didn't hear anything for about six months. And, um, and then out of the blue, if I'm lying, I'm dying, I get a FaceTime. And I answered the FaceTime, and it was Justin Timberlake in the studio. Wow. And and he goes, hey, Ben, this is Justin. I'm like, yeah, I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, um, hey, um, you know, I'm in the studio recording your song. Thanks so much for, for writing it, and thanks for letting me be a part of it. And I was like, thank you, and we got to talk a little bit. And then, yeah, that ended up um, coming out, uh, I think, a few weeks before pandemic, 2020, actually. But I'm real proud of that one. Well, I said that's that's amazing. Isn't it crazy? You know, it's not sort of things that you plan that sort of go in a different direction. But you made the effort, and you you guys wrote the song. It was in the room um, when uh, when Justin calls you. Where in your career are you as far as writing hits at this point or having success? Um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. So the concept of believe really came about because I was kind of struggling. I I'd had. Um, I'd had a, a couple cuts, but no real hits yet. And I'd been kind of, you know, I, I, I didn't have a publishing deal for seven years. I'd try, try to get a publishing deal for years and years, couldn't get a deal. And then I finally, you know, I got a Charlie Puth cut and I got a deal. And then it was two years after that and I still didn't have any hits or cuts. And so I was kind of getting to the point where I was getting pretty down on myself and I was feeling pretty pretty um pessimistic on my life to be honest yeah and so believe was a song i kind of wrote to myself to try to pump myself up and say like hey you know so the song says like i believe in you and, and really i was writing that to myself sure to try to, to to try to keep myself going and so yeah when when i got that facetime it was pretty interesting because i always say i was i literally had a moment i'll never forget i was in the parking lot of the planet fitness by my house and i called my mom and i just was like hey i don't know if I'm doing the right thing, because I, I feel like I'm getting so close to things, but I'm never quite, never quite happening. And, and then she said, you know, like, this is usually the time where, you know, you have something good coming right around the corner. I remember she mm-hmm. said that. She mm-hmm. said, the window's about to open when that door closes. And the next day, I got a call from Justin. And then the next week, I got a call from Lee Bryce saying that one of them girls was his next single. <laughs> so it was really right on the edge of that but yeah. um yeah but when i wrote that i was really really down actually you can't ever deny the power of the intuition <laughs> of your mom ever i mean <laughs> they're they've done it it's it's amazing you know they've got that extra sense and that that's built in and they know their kids 
you know, and I know there's a believability, pardon the pun here with believe, but there is something extra uh, lenient or extra. They're going to give it a little extra go, probably beyond what we deserve as kids. Uh, But it comes from this place of not just desperation, but faith, you know, and they they just sort of got it. It's amazing because my mom's it's the same thing. I used to call her. It reminds me of my same thing. I was 27 when I finally got my first publishing deal. Went to Nashville when I was 14 trying to get one. And you can imagine life in between, right? And so, and not my hits until, uh, you know, they were, I was 37. You know, it was was a long time later, you know? So, and I'd done nothing else but survive in advance, like barely, right? And so, I get it, man. And um, it's interesting, right after my first couple hits, uh, I was doing a charity event. And uh, I was on the putting green, and there was Justin. And I go, hey, man, I'm Steve Azar thinking he's going to know who I am. I think I'm, I'm, hot. I'm as hot as I am. I'm hot right now, you know? And so he goes, he goes, uh, okay, like that. And I go, and then I just said, heck with it. I'm Dr. Fred Azar's brother, Freddie Azar's brother. He goes, Freddie Azar, Dr. Azar. He said, Dr. Azar, best doctor. He took care of my knee because I knew he had worked on him in memphis no and, way and that was my you know that was my humbling moment <laughs> they just let me know that okay steve come on come on back down off the horse big boy you know <laughs> anyway you know i've had a lot of That's those awesome. in my life but i'm sort of used to them but you know I, I love that now i gotta understand something how do you go from bluegrass let me think about it now in mississippi okay the way you did to writing or supposedly writing with a guy that didn't show up going to write a rap record. Okay, where did that transition happen as far as musically? Who who felt like you belonged in that room? And and I'm not I know the answer behind some of it because you're from Mississippi and you're getting all these influences thrown at you from all over the place. So I get that, yeah. but I'm curious to see how the heck you ended up going to L.A. to write with a rap guy? Yeah, wow, that might be a... Uh, I'll try not to make it too long of a story. But, yeah, I think, um, you know, I've always had pretty broad musical interest, um, you know, growing up. Um, we we did play a lot of bluegrass, but also, of course, a lot of country. Um, and then I, I, I really fell in love with pop music um, in high school, listening to, like, One Republic and, you know, like, Ryan Cheddar and then, of course, you know, like, Teenage Dream album, like Katy Perry, all the Max Martin stuff being written then. Um, so that really got my interest going in, in the pop stuff. And so um, I always, you know, when I was, I think, 15, maybe 14, I started producing music in, in our, you know, our basement of our house. And yeah. I would I would take records and I would try to recreate them. So I'd pull in, you know, Apologize by One Republic, and I would, I would play all the parts. You know, I'd play it over it, and then I'd keep playing parts over the record until I could mute the record and it would sound like the record. So and that way I, I kind of taught myself how to produce and, and that was all, that was ended up being a big, you know, um, advantage for me um, to be able to produce records coming to Nashville and, and I still do today. So I think that was a, yeah. a big thing, but um, yeah, my first, so uh, long story short, but my first cut I ever got was actually a pop song called patient by Charlie Puth. So I, um, I had met um, this, a guy named Ashley Gorley, who's probably the most decorated country songwriter of all time, you know, 65 number ones or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, stack, yeah. He, um, he, um, I met him, and he kind of became a mentor to me, and um, I would, I, I remember I just told him, I said, hey, if you'll let me come play you songs, you know, once every few months, and you can just tell me why they suck, I would really appreciate it. And he thought that was funny. So he let me come out to wherever he was, his house or his office, and I'd go play him songs, and, and one day I played him, um, patient, which you know, he said, Hey, can you send that to me? And then, um, two o'clock that morning, he called me and he said, What are you doing? I said, I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> two in the said, morning. I love it. He said, Wake up, Charlie Puth just recorded your song. Your, your life's about to change. I wow. said, No way. And so that's, that's what got me my first publishing deal. And, and that kind of got me taking trips to LA because, um, it's, even though, you know, most of my success, I guess, has been in country, it's, um, my, my roots and the songwriting community are still very um, in the pop world too um, um, yeah. just because of the Charlie Puth thing so I've been taking trips out to LA for uh, uh, I guess about four years now we're going to be right back after commercials you're on Super Talk Mississippi with Mississippi man Ben Johnson I'm Steve Avon come on now swing on 
the beer's on me. The beer's on me. Gonna save you a seat. Cause the beer's on me. Come get a butt heavy bush light. Kill a cold mill of blue moon red stripe. Natter dead don't matter to me. Cause don't nothing taste better than free. Yeah, the beer's on me. I'm still trying to find Hey, hey folks, Steve Azar here. And like my song says, I'm still trying to find my way around. So wherever life takes you, Guarantee Bank is here to help. Visit with a bank representative to make sure your accounts and services meet your current and future needs. Give us a call at 662-247-1454 and visit one of our friendly 25 branches or check out more at gbtonline.com. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 85. Tonight, increasing clouds, low around 66. A 40% chance of rain for your Friday, partly sunny, high near 85. Friday night, showers and thunderstorms likely, low around 60. And for your Saturday, a beautiful day, sunny skies, high near 79. This weather brought to you by Gaddis, McLaurin, and Bolton since 1871. Join us for our spring open house, Saturday, April the 1st from 7 to 2. Food, beverages, live music, and great deals. 37 years. That's a long time, and that's how long Shapley's Restaurant has been bringing you the finest in steaks, seafood, and, of course, our homemade hot tamales. This is Mark Shapley, and we are proud that we are celebrating our 37th year in business. Shapley's has been a staple in the greater Jackson market and had the pleasure of serving guests from around the country. This couldn't have happened without you, and we are so grateful for your continued support. Shapley's Restaurant, 37 years and counting. Come see us soon. 601-957-8000. Then you're going to think the deals and selection we have at Mazda of Jackson are insane. Right now, we're saving you thousands of dollars in finance charges by giving you 0% financing on a great selection of Mazdas. That's right. Get 0% financing on new 2023 Mazda CX-9s. And get 0% financing on new 2023 Mazda CX-5s. Plus, when you buy a new Mazda from Mazda of Jackson, we'll take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. That's what I call a slam dunk. MazdaJackson.com. Buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250000 by home warranty. We'll buy your current vehicle at top dollar, even if you don't buy a new one from us. At Mazda of Jackson, credit issues are a thing of the past because our credit specialist's number one goal is to get you approved. So get here today to grab your deal because it's complete mayhem and it won't last long. Three, two, one. At Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. With per credit on select model, see deal for details. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like western red cedar and cypress lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. This is Joe Rooks with Revel Ace Hardware and Revel Outdoor Power. We've rolled back prices on select Skag zero-turn mowers with prices starting at just $47.99. All Skag zero-turn mowers qualify for no money down financing with payments as low as $98 a month. Plus, every customer gets a $100 instant Revel cash card to use at any Revel location. Revel's brand new extended protection program covers your mower a full five years for less than $5 a month. Learn more at reveloutdoor.com. Revel and Skag, brand you can trust. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A Jackson mother has been arrested for the murder of her four-year-old son. On Wednesday night, police responded to the 600 block of Randall Street where they apprehended 30-year-old Sindriana Jones for shooting and killing her son, Keyshawn Jones. At this time, bond has not been set. And Itala County deputies have arrested one person in connection to a shooting outside the Dollar General in Ethel. The shooting reportedly took place around 4.45 Wednesday afternoon. Investigators believe an argument led up to the altercation. One person was taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries, and the victim and suspect have not yet been identified. 
And the Mississippi State Department of Health has confirmed 1,068 new COVID-19 cases in its weekly report, bringing the total number of cases since the onset of the pandemic to over 933,000. With 17 additional deaths, 13,402 Mississippians have passed away as a result of the virus. At Toyota Brookhaven, we want to cover you up with great deals and service. We thought you should know that we've been voted Best New Car Dealership and Best Service Department in the Best of the Best Awards. Even someone with whiskey glasses can see why we're number one. So visit us on site, Exit 40 in Brookhaven, or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great saving. At Toyota of Brookhaven, we deliver. Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Contact MCEF today, leading the way in training, credentials, and job placement. Looking for something fun you and your family can do this weekend? Join Rebecca Turner every Wednesday from 2 to 3 p.m. during Good Things to learn more about statewide events and happenings. Sponsored by the Mississippi Main Street Association. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Are customers able to find you online? With the power of STMM Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. STMM Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. My buddies think I'm on the lake. Boss thinks I've been sick for days. It's been in a Mississippi Minute. Ben Johnson is my guest. Visit Mississippi.org. Ben, the economics for you behind songwriting, you know, for me and my generation and Marty Stewart and all of us, you know, we, uh, we were able to maximize a lot from record sales, and which doesn't exist now, right? So we have vinyl now, so it's different. But you, as a songwriter only, okay? Um, first of all, I got to back up real quick because you brought up an interesting point. You you were producing stuff in your room and all that, in your in your basement when we when we recorded uh, "Waiting on Joe" and "I Don't Have to Be Me" on Monday and that whole album. It was ready when Universal was murky at the time. Took it. All of a sudden, it, it cost us zero dollars to make it. We didn't spend a dime. And all of a sudden, I remember eight months later, we owe like $480,000. <laughs> like we gave it to him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was like, wait a minute, what just happened? You know? So anyway, <laughs> it may have been a year later, but all I know is, was there was a bill. And I'm like, what happened? We gave him the record and we had zero debt. Anyway, it's so funny. But with that said, uh, so the economics for you now. Not having, you know, CDs in Walmart. What's it like for you as a songwriter? Yeah, it's, it's definitely the industry's always changing. You know, um, you know, the I guess the late '90s were probably the heyday. Um, so far, you had CD sales, you still had cassette sales, um, which are you know means you could have not you know album cuts that weren't on the radio and still make pretty good money. Um, and then, of course, the industry started changing with Napster in the early 2000s, and then. You have iTunes that kind of held on for a while, and then yeah. you get into streaming, and streaming, um, while it's done a lot of good things for um, certain parts of the industry, for the songwriting aspect of the industry, hasn't um, hasn't really replicated the, the same structure as the CD sales. So, basically, it's very um, it's very dependent on getting radio singles now. So, it's, it's kind of, there's not a lot of middle class in songwriting. If you... If you get radio singles, you, you definitely have a you can make a good living. Um, but if you if you don't have the radio singles, it's definitely you know there's not a lot of you know middle ground. Yeah, yeah. So you're at this. It's just a different time. I was in the Napster boom. That's when my first album came out. Right when Napster happened, like right then. Wow. And we were showing up in like some Ivy League towns, you know, and playing. And, and the, the, the bars that we were playing at that point before we started playing bigger venues, it was so fresh then. And we were booked, you know, doing a lot of radio appreciation shows and all that were about a thousand people max. So we were going there, but the bar owners, it got to a point and they were going like, we don't know who these people are. They're not our regular, 
you know, P1 country listeners. It's a whole, it was a lot of college mm-hmm. kids. So one yeah. day I decided to go, we kept getting invited, you know, to, to college campuses. And I was like, man, that's too far away from me, from my mind. But I said, I'm going to go now. And we went to these guys apartment and he goes, this is where we download your music. This is it. And Pat Green and I had become buddies because we started doing a couple shows, few shows together. And I texted him. I said, uh, well, Pat, here's the deal. Our sales are going to something called Napster. I don't know what it is, but you're there and I'm there and they know every word to every song. So we were showing up at concerts and we, they were singing cut 11 off the album. You know what I mean? And we're like, how do they know the album? There's no way because the sales weren't represented in that market. So. Anyway, it was sort of a, the beginning of it, you know. I ended up going yeah. to D.C. and speaking and all that stuff that year, and I asked for a copper, you know, a, is there a copper record I can get besides a triple platinum? Or, it was all these, <laughs> these crazy downloads that were happening that were illegal at the time. That's and then so the, the beginning. You know, it's funny. Our industry sort of left it hanging because I felt like the word I always got was this can't be real or – the film industry will never let it happen. It will never happen in in that world. And they're our big brother, and they'll take care of us. That was sort of the mentality, uh, and obviously couldn't have been further from the truth, you know. So, but but it, it is what it is now, you know. So you don't complain; yeah, you, you just know, go to work. Exactly. You know, I think, and it's and the good news is um, this last year, I think we just surpassed the revenue from um, I guess ninety nine. Um, so exactly. streaming definitely, you know, as an overall industry, um, streaming definitely brought music back, um, in a big way. And I'm, I'm super excited for the future. And I, I think we've got a lot of good people representing us up in Washington, you know, trying to make yeah. sure that money is, is not just going to tech people in San Francisco yeah. And, yeah. and going to the actual creative. <laughs> <making music. laughs> That's funny. Okay. So as a producer, cause I've been producing my own stuff since 2006 and it's a, there's a freedom to it. Right. And there's also, you're not waiting on anybody. You're just, you're going to work. I'm going to go make some music. It's on you. So are you producing any other acts? And how much of that process do you dig? I See, I see it as sort of part of the songwriting process. So for you, you know, how do you view it? And what's going on? Yeah, it's definitely nowadays it's very intertwined with the songwriting process. So, you know, this year I've, I've gotten to produce, you know, I've produced a record on Hardy. And I produced a record it. on um, Russell Dickerson, and then um, co-produced um, uh, this girl named um, Kylie Morgan with Shane McAnally, who's an incredible producer. But sure. um, and and then um, I would say the Hardy I co-produced as well with Joey Moy. Um, but all those really came about because um, we, you know, we while we were writing the song, I was making the track and I was producing as we were writing, and so then we ended up using. Um, a lot of those parts, you know, whenever we go on to make the whole record. So that's kind of how um, the production happens nowadays. It's very intertwined with the songwriting process. And just because everybody, you know, we have the ability to pretty much be done writing the song and almost know what the record's going to sound like. Um, so definitely produce all that stuff. And then um, stuff with my band still, um, with my sisters, um, I've produced that with them, which is really my favorite thing to do because we all just get in a room and just act. I wanted like to ask you about that as an artist, too, because I'm sitting yeah. here saying singer-songwriter slash producer, but you're still making records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try to do a little bit of everything, I guess. But, yeah, so um, my band, you know, it's my younger sister, KK, my older sister, Jenna, and we're signed to Broken Bow Records here in Nashville, and um, we have the best time. That's really, you know, we all moved up here together um, when, wow. when we were, you know, um, KK was 15 and... I was 19, um, 10 years ago now. It was pretty crazy. And, and, um, we, we just moved here with a dream and just said, we'll figure it out. And it's crazy. All the different paths has taken us so far, but here we are still 10 years later, just doing it and loving it. And the name of the band one more time, because this is, I've been, I've been gone 11 or 12 years hiding down in the Delta where my, as I say, my traffic are tractors. So, uh, so, so the name of the band, the Unbroken Bow, you guys. Yeah. Track 45 is the name. Track 45. Was that always the name of the band back in the day when you were kids? Yeah. I think we might have had a, I think we were called 45 South for a second, but then I think we switched to track 45 because I can't even remember why, but it's been that name for a while. 
Well, my first band was called Remote Control, so yours is a lot better than mine. That was awful. I don't know. Remote Control's pretty cool. Yeah, well, I don't know now. So, But anyway, (laughs) somebody else had it, and we said, oh, I guess I'll just change it to my name. (laughs) And I remember my band going like, how come it's got to be the Steve Azar band? I said, well, I write all the songs. It's all my gear. Uh, I don't know the answer to that. You, you're the drummer. You're falling off the stool every night by the third set, drunk. You know, I think I'm the only one that deserves it. You know. <laughs> so anyway, so back, back in the day, you know. All right, we're talking. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. We are talking to Ben Johnson, and Ben Johnson is from Meridian, Mississippi, and he is making Mississippi proud. Him and his sisters. Track 45. I'm learning everything. This was the most unprepared. I thought I was so prepared for you and pumped because. We've been trying to do this interview over and over, and I kept having something come up. And you've been so gracious, I wouldn't have. Done oh it. no, I wouldn't have done this interview if I was you. Visit Mississippi.org <laughs> <laughs> is right there, standing there waiting for you. We're going to be right back after commercials. You're on Super Talk Mississippi with Mississippi man Ben Johnson. I'm Steve Azar. Hey folks, it's Steve Azar, and if you're a business owner, then you probably spent too much money on your taxes over the past couple of years, especially as you fought through the pandemic. But you may be eligible to get some of that money back. If your business has five or more W-2 employees, then you could receive up to $26,000 per W-2 employee. It's not a loan. It's a refund on taxes you shouldn't have paid in the first place. This is a tricky program that is misunderstood by the majority of business owners, and it's best accessed by using lawyers that understand the details. That's why I recommend my friends at Frascona Law. They have already help thousands of businesses just like yours. They do all the work for you and you don't pay them a dime until you receive your refund money from the IRS. Your business can qualify for these funds even if you receive PPP loans, even if you are a nonprofit, even if you've experienced an increase in sales. Let my friends at Frascona Law conduct a free evaluation of your business to help you access up to $26,000 per employee. Visit frasconalaw.com slash Azar to get started. Frascona is spelled F-R-A-S-C-O-G-N-A. This tax refund is only available for a limited time, so act now. Visit frasconalaw.com slash Azar to start the process of claiming your business's overpaid taxes. I'm still trying to find Hey, hey, folks, Steve Azar here. And like my song says still trying to find my way around so wherever life takes you guarantee bank is here to help visit with a bank representative to make sure your accounts and services meet your current and future needs give us a call at 662-247-1454 and visit one of our friendly 25 branches or check out more at gbtonline.com guarantee bank member fdic You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? Targeted digital advertising from STMM Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Be honest, if you had to choose between your phone or your boyfriend, which would you give up? Okay, now that he's gone, start using your phone to pay a checkout instead of swiping. With the Citizens Bank's new mobile pay, add your debit card to your phone's mobile wallet and pay with a touch. Who knew your phone was great with money? You made the right choice. Start using mobile pay from the Citizens Bank today in your corner. Member FDIC. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by Trust Care Kids, the best pediatric primary and urgent care provider for busy families. Trust Care Kids is open early and late. Walk in today or schedule your appointment at TrustCareKids.com. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. 
Get ready for Trustmark College Baseball, March 28th, as Ole Miss challenges the University of Southern Mississippi. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com or the Trustmark Park box office. Enjoy fun for the whole family. Get your tickets now for both games of the Trustmark College Baseball Series. Trustmark College Baseball, featuring Ole Miss versus the University of Southern Mississippi, March 28th, and then on April 25th, the Governor's Cup with Mississippi State versus Ole Miss. A Spectrum Event Production. You mind your own business. Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear People Lease can help. How can they help? People Lease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human resources support center for all my hr needs think of all the time we'll save letting people lease handle our payroll and benefits administration i'll be busy growing my business and letting people lease take care of the rest sounds like a good business plan with people lease let people lease mind your business so you can mind your own business call now 601-987-3025 that's 601-987-3025 or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. Each week, I meet with three people who graduated from our addiction recovery program. These graduates are now gainfully employed and are taking online college courses. Three people who used to be in prison or on drugs, and now they're going to college. How cool is that? One of the reasons God put you on this earth is to make a difference in someone else's life. You can be a part of that at Gateway Rescue Mission. Check us out at gatewaymission.org. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Apple Heart is coming to Grammy Museum, Mississippi. And will be the opening event for the Music Tourism Convention taking place in Cleveland April 11th through the 14th. Concert starts at 7 p.m. and tickets are on sale now. Don't miss Chapel Heart April 13th on the Grammy Museum, Mississippi, along with food and beverages available. To learn more about this event, upcoming events, as well as the Grammy Museum, Mississippi's current Southern Rock exhibit, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. I'm Kenny Francis from Corning, Arkansas. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer, and being selected as Arkansas 2022 Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I got one that I'll take to a honey hole where the bluegill always buy. And one that's a shortcut to anywhere as long as you ain't short on time. A Mississippi Minute flies by when there's two Mississippi guys on the phone. That's it. That's all I got to say. On the horn. Ben Johnson knows what Visit Mississippi is, and, and I can tell you that uh, when we recorded my Bicentennial song, and that now is a state song, it was in the Max in Meridian. We were the first act to ever record there, and uh, and now it's the state song. So there you go, Ben. Meridian's good to me for sure, I can tell you. Pretty I love crazy. that. I love that studio there, and I love all the people at the Max, and that's awesome that you got that. Yeah. y'all got to collaborate on that. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Jimmy Rogers festival you've played obviously i played it um it's it's one of the classic ones you know such stay in power um mm. and i love to celebrate it with the folks there uh they've been really great and how dedicated they are to keeping its legacy alive i think um you is know, that a question it, ben <laughs> well I, I think i can i can take it as a question thank you I so can much take it, i can i can take the hand off but I, you know it's pretty incredible uh, we went up to the uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame um, up in Cleveland, Ohio, um, last year, and we were walking around in there. And, I mean, I'm telling you what, you walk in, and there's Jimmy Rogers. You go into the Country Music Hall of Fame, you walk in, there's Jimmy Rogers. And it's, 
pretty amazing that a guy who, you know, didn't yeah. even make it to his 40th birthday um, has, has left such a mark on, on, the, on, on the music industry and, and just on America in general. And it's, yeah. um, it's, it's definitely a legacy that I feel like it's our responsibility to, um, to keep going and to keep um, reminding people, you know, that, hey, he's from Mississippi. Hey, he's from Meridian. Yeah. Like, that's something we should be proud of. And, um, and yeah, I think, I'm, I think we're doing it. Okay, so Hardy, working with Hardy, you know, I, my generation's Kid Rock, and I've known Kid for a little bit. He helped me back in the day in the beginning with the Bob Seger tour and all that. and would. Oh, yeah, I know, I know Kid as well. I play pickleball with him every Saturday. Oh, my God, <laughs> I love it. I love it. So don't you think Hardy is sort of the next version of that in his own way? When I hear him, I get – there's something about it that reminds me of him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's even got the same facial hair and the, <laughs> and the hair, and I think – I think, you know, Hardy definitely loves Kid Rock, and I think the main similarity is they're not scared to blaze their own trail, you know. Um, yeah. they, he's not super worried about what, what the, the industry says he should be or, you know, what all these outside talking heads say about his music. He basically just wants to do his own thing and make his own music, and he's, and he's doing it, and I'm super proud of him. When did your relationship with Hardy develop? Yeah, so it's pretty interesting. Um, we um, so we had moved to Nashville and we were playing this writers' night um, at the it's a place called the Basement. It's like this little bitty yeah, club sure. that sits yeah. about twenty five people in there. And um, did you pack it know, out? Did is, you pack it out that <laughs> night? <laughs> yeah, we packed it out all twenty. <laughs> There's standing room only. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so we 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 as uh, my band um, were playing a song that we had written and in the lyric of the song we said something about Neshoba County Fair <laughs> and because we grew up going to Neshoba yeah. County Fair and singing there and so after we finished playing our set this guy came up to us and said hey I'm a I'm a songwriter but I, I heard y'all say Neshoba County Fair I grew up going to Neshoba County Fair I'm from Philadelphia and that was it was Michael so or Michael Hardy so that's that's the first time we met and we kind of stayed in touch from there and then um he wasn't an artist at all. You know, he was just, I think he was playing bass for some people and trying to be a songwriter. And so we started writing songs together and that's, you know, that's been probably six years ago, seven wow. years ago now. So we've known each other a minute and um, it's been really, really cool to, to see all his success and just such a hardworking guy, genuine guy. Sure. And I'm going to be more proud of him. Well, I love that. Y'all are all doing it together. So what are your plans today? Let everybody in on a Mississippi guy making music. Who are you producing today? What are you writing? What about track 45? What do we got? <laughs> today, I am, so we have the, it's called the Triple Play Awards that CMA puts on. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's basically given to songwriters who have written uh, three number one songs within a year span. So mm -hmm. Um, we have those awards today. I'm winning uh, my first one tonight, so I've got interviews for that all this afternoon, wow. and then the awards tonight, so and then a party afterwards. So that's kind of an unusual day here, but that's what's going on. Let me tell you what, that is just all. Congratulations! I'm so happy for you. This is unbelievable. Three in one year, and yeah, I mean it's pretty it's surreal. Crazy. Man, your life is. Uh... It's a good thing, and and you followed your dreams, and you've st stuck with it. And you you know what? The bottom line is the way you were raised, and what you guys were doing, and why you did it. You weren't going to do anything else. You just had to wait until your mom, like your mom said, you're going to turn that corner, and it's going to be right there. And she's right, exactly, because you were putting exactly. the time in, and and the ability, and the gifts that God gave you were there always. It just uh, it's a it's on a different timetable than the ones we always. And that's why you wrote patient. I guarantee it. It's why you wrote that's believe. Exactly right. It's what happens. Well, a Mississippi Minute has just left us, and uh, I appreciate you. Congratulations, everybody. you got to check out Track 45. I want everybody to go right now. Run. Let's show the power right of this show right now <laughs> and uh, and stream all their music. Subscribe. My man, Ben Johnson, he's doing it all right now. And congratulations. Three number ones in one year from Meridian, Mississippi. Game on. Visit Mississippi.org is another game. Ben, you're, you're the man. I appreciate you so much. I'll see you in Palm Coast, Florida. Steve, thanks for having me. Great talking to you. Later on. Thanks. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time.
Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Up to the minute reports on air and always online at supertalk.fm. Your statewide news network, Supertalk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. A Supertalk Mississippi media production.